This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for Sunday, June 21st, 2015. The Gospel is taken from the book of Mark, chapter 4, verses 35 through 41. The message is by Father Ron Baird. In this morning's Gospel lesson, we have the story of Jesus calming the waters. Um, calming the sea in the midst of a storm. It's a fascinating kind of story. And to begin with a little bit of of background, he has just finished, remember, he healed Peter-in-law's mother. And then they went out and he fed the 5,000. And he had all these people coming to him and all. And so in order to get away from the crowds, because if they just started walking, the people would just start following him. So they get into the boat. And he says, let's cross to the other side. And they go uh, in the boat. uh, It's kind of catty-cornered across the top of the Sea of Galilee, trying to get away from the crowds to have a little bit of of quiet. Jesus must have been pretty exhausted because it said he he fell asleep in the back of the boat. He's laying on a cushion in the back of the boat when a great storm arises. And it says the storm was was so heavy that the the waves were washing water into the boat almost to the point to where it was going to fill up and sink. And he must have really been tired because even that didn't wake him up. I mean, that, that's pretty tired. Well, the disciples were terrified because they all thought they were dying. I mean, they thought this was the big one. You know, this is it. And, and so, um, which is saying something, by the way, because several of them were fishermen and had been out on the boat a lot. And so for them to be out there and be terrified, finally they, they look around for Jesus. Where's he's back in the back snoring, you know? <clears throat> and so they go say, and wake him up and say, don't you even care that we're about to perish? Now, we can sort of understand that, can't we? Have you ever been in a situation where the storms of life seem to be overwhelming you and, and you just don't seem to be able to deal with it and it seems more than you can bear? And, and there's a part of us that says, God, don't you even care? You know, why don't you fix this problem? Why are you letting this happen? You know, this is so bad. I, why, why would you let this happen to me? And we want God to do something about it. And, and it's sort of like, if you love me, surely you wouldn't want me to be in this much pain or this much fear and this much turmoil. And so the disciples were no different than that. They felt the same kinds of things. For us, it's different than being out on a sea with a storm. It's more usually uh, financial pressures or relationship problems or illnesses or various things that overcome us. But there are still things in life that, that beat upon us to the point to where we just don't think we're going to get through it. We just don't think we can manage that. We can't possibly uh, survive that. And it looks like God doesn't care. Well, Jesus wakes up. I've often wondered you know, what that must have been like. Because if he was asleep when the waves were washing over into the boat, he must have been really asleep. So he probably wakes up and goes, What? <laughs> what are you talking about? And he looks around and he says, he stands up and says, peace, be still. That's how the NRSV translated. The, the actual Greek is a little different than that. It actually says, silence, put a muzzle on it. <laughs> That's literally what it says. Silence, put a muzzle on it. Now the question is, was he talking to the storm and the sea or was he talking to the disciples? <laughs> we don't know, do we? Because both of them got very quiet. <laughs> And it says that, that the sea became perfectly calm. Now that word for perfectly calm is kind of depicts it, but it's hard to, to get exactly get at what the Greek says. What it really means is it's calm like the waters of a pond. There's not a ripple in it. It's so smooth that you could actually look down and see a reflection 
of yourself looking back. And it happened like that. It was immediate. And so, what do you think Jesus did then? Well, first he says to the disciples, do you still have no faith? You know, why are you afraid? Now, what's he talking about? Well, what he's talking about, he just fed 5,000 people with two loaves and five, five loaves and two fishes. <laughs> he healed uh, the mother-in-law of Peter from this high fever. I mean, what do they need to figure out that God is for them? And then, so he said, have you still no faith? Why are you afraid? And he probably said, I'm going back to bed. Wake me up when we get to shore. And he went back to sleep. And it says that the disciples were filled with fear and awe and wondered, who in the world are we with that even the wind and the seas listen to him? Well, he's the one that created the wind and the seas, which is why they would listen to him. Oftentimes in life, though, when the storms come upon us, we forget that God is on our side, that he is always with us that we have the capacity to bear anything, that there is nothing that can be done that is greater than our God. And so oftentimes it is a matter of our faith, of what we're going to do when those storms beat on us. We can either go, why me, Lord? You know, or we can say, why don't you care enough about me to fix my problems? You know, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Or we can have that peace that passes all understanding that Paul talks about, you know, that, that peace in the midst of a storm, because that's what the passes all understanding is about. It's about the kind of peace that you can have when you shouldn't be peaceful. You know, when everything around you says you should be, you know, terrified or hurting or, or wanting to run away or something. It's the kind of peace that stands in the face of hopelessness and yet knows that God is with me, so who can be against me? And that happens. It happened in the Old Testament lesson from today, the story of David and Goliath. Great story. We all remember it from being a kid. But did you ever think about that story? You know, I mean, think about this. A little kid. You know, he's probably 12 years old or something. But, but he 